0: Right Rug Flooring. It's Friday, April 24th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily
2: Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is your daily coronavirus update. While we still need more research on which drugs are the most effective in treating COVID-19, a recent study looking at records from the VA shows there's no overall benefit from using hydroxychloroquine. It was actually linked to more deaths in patients that were treated with it alone than in combination with azithromycin. Chris Rowland business of healthcare reporter at the Washington Post joins us for why hydroxychloroquine might not be the most effective treatment. Thanks for joining us, Chris. Hey, sure, happy to be here. I wanted to talk about some new research that came out about hydroxychloroquine. That's the anti-malarial drug that uh, the president had been touting that a lot of doctors and hospitals have been prescribing and there's been just a lot of anecdotal stuff that we've heard about it, but we have some research now. This is not peer-reviewed yet, so there's still some more to be learned, but the research says that there's no overall benefit of using hydroxychloroquine, and there's actually more deaths linked to it than patients that weren't treated with it. This is coming out of a study that was done by the VA. Chris, tell us a little bit about it.
3: So this is a study that basically bolsters the deep uncertainty there is around use of hydroxychloroquine and in combination with azithromycin as well, an antibiotic, in terms of both efficacy and safety. There's only been some very small studies, and this is actually one of the first that had a fairly large number of patients. And what they did was they, VA and academic researchers at the University of Virginia and the University of South Carolina, took a look at patient records looking back. So it's called a retrospective study. And they looked at the records of patients at the VA who had been treated for coronavirus and they selected out a bunch that had been treated with hydroxychloroquine, a bunch that had been treated with the combination of hydroxychloroquine and or azithromycin, and then the third arm was patients who received neither of those drugs. And what they found was that in the hydroxychloroquine alone arm, there was like around a 27 or 28% death rate of coronavirus patients, compared to the ones that had none of the drug, and their death rate was around 11%. So the death rate was higher for the hydroxychloroquine-treated group. They also found that when it came to ventilation, there was really no meaningful difference between the arms. So this antimalarial did basically nothing in terms of keeping people off ventilators. It was somewhat disappointing, I mean, these drugs have been used widely, and again, no one knows whether they're safe and effective and here we have evidence that they're not
2: and it's tough we're speeding through the process on a lot of different levels here because the pandemic hit so hard and so quick so that's why the president had been touting it and he's saying hey people are having some success with it go for it but we didn't have the studies done to really tell us what was going on that's why dr anthony fauci from the task force said i can't endorse that thing just yet one interesting part of this study they looked at all males, which is we've heard that COVID-19 hits males particularly hard. I don't know if there was anything to that. Is just all of the people that were in this were male. This is not peer-reviewed. It's not a randomized placebo-controlled clinical trial. So it's a little different from a full, full-on study. It's kind of a quick and
3: dirty way to try to scoop up some data and see what the effects are. Because you just go into the computer systems at your disposal on an anonymous basis, uh, a bunch of patient records. The reason it was all men, by the way, is it's a VA where I guess the VA population in general is mostly male. There were yeah. a small number of women in their first pass and they just left all the women out because it was so small. And so it, indeed, it's not compared to a placebo, which is like a dummy drug, which is really the gold standard of trying to figure out whether a drug works because so you can compare. Again, in this one, you don't know in any of these arms exactly how many of those patients would have gotten better with or without the drug. So it's very difficult. It makes the comparison pretty murky. But again, it shows that the reason these drugs have been used is because there is no treatment approved for coronavirus. These drugs are on the market for malaria and also for uh, lupus and uh, rheumatoid arthritis, and they were readily available. So people just started trying them based on some belief that their anti-inflammatory effects would have benefit. Yeah. And it's turning out that they may not.
2: So, I wanted to talk a little bit more about hydroxychloroquine. As you mentioned earlier, I mean, all this points to just the uncertainty of this. The study cautioned that we shouldn't be using this so widespread until we know more about it. But there are some known side effects for using hydroxychloroquine, some cardiac death. There was a French study, a Brazilian study that both had problems with patients developing heart problems. And I guess there's something called QT prolongation, which kind of Mm -hmm. affects the timing of the heart. So, these Mm -hmm. are some of the things that have been popping up with the use of this?
3: The side effects of hydroxychloroquine are well known and alarmingly azithromycin, which is the antibiotic that's been used in combination, also has the same side effect of extending the period between your heart recharging. And if your heart is recharging more than half a second, if it takes it more than half a second to recharge each time before it beats, you're in a position where you could have a dangerous arrhythmia which could lead to sudden cardiac death. It's a very serious, obviously dangerous side effect that pops up in about 1% of patients who take this drug. Mm-hmm. And it's manageable when you're dealing with a small number of patients who take it, but when potentially hundreds of thousands of people are starting to take it, or a million, then you're gonna have you know as many as 10,000 people suffering serious cardiac events and possibly dying. And that's why you know, the president came under a fair amount of criticism for pushing these drugs so aggressively when there is this clear side effect and the efficacy is really unknown against coronavirus.
2: We still need to know a lot more about the virus itself and these drugs, but it just seems in the meantime, like, you know, we talk a lot about underlying health conditions. It seems like people that have heart conditions maybe shouldn't be taking this. We still need more studies on it, but if these are some of the problems that can develop, it seems like it might not be the way to go, but we'll have to keep seeing what else can be done with it. Christopher Rowland, business of healthcare reporter for the Washington Post. Thank you very much for joining us.
3: Thanks for having me on.
2: I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been your daily coronavirus update. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the daily dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So
4: follow us on iHeartRadio
2: or wherever you get your podcasts.